0: Hi, my name is PK from Almost Inevitable Design, and this is a 2.4 million dollar podcast where we talk about web design, web development, and WordPress. Just a heads up, I might be using a bit of profanity at times, which is why I checked on the explicit tag. If you're enjoying this podcast, I'd appreciate it if you left me a good rating on iTunes and Spotify, and if you have any questions, feel free to come down to almostinevitable.com and leave me a comment. Also, if you have any friends who need to hear this shit, go ahead, recommend it, and share it. Okay, we are back for another podcast. As you can see in the title, the episode is number 034, which most people call 34. I don't know, (laughs) whatever, man. And um, the title is Polyamorous. Now, Polyamorous is a song by a group called Breaking Benjamin. And they are—they have some really good songs. Um, I've kept up with them quite a while, and uh, they had, their their debut was in was with this song. Not, I'm not sure if it was with this song, but this album. So this is a 2002 album, Saturate. So they debuted this century. Ooh, this is a relatively new band for me. Yeah. They, who cares if they've been around for 18 years? But yeah, anyways. Um, so they, what was I say? Yeah. So I, I really like Breaking Benjamin. Uh, I got hooked with this song, Polyamorous. Uh, and if you look up Polyamorous, just the word Polyamorous on YouTube, I think the second video down is saying it is not an orgy. <laughs> because that's what that means, polyamorous. Um, So, yeah, it means you love multiple things or people, I think. Yeah, that's what that's supposed to mean, poly, as in, yeah. All right, so, um, polyamorous. So their most recent album came out, uh this year like in January or something I haven't kept up with that album I the last one that I listened to was from 2018 so that is the new one is what I'm gonna be listening to tonight because I just found out about that when I was looking at the year for this album Saturate Um, so this album's they're gonna listen to the newest album tonight when I'm working on that's a drum roll yeah <laughs> no. I'm going to be working on a lot of stuff. Uh, one is the redesign for my website because I want to release some more uh, courses. Uh, one of which is the SAS course, like I keep saying. I've been saying that all year, but now uh, I've actually started recording uh, more videos. Like, I've had a few, but I it was busy and then a bunch of shit happened. So now I'm, I'm back into it. All right, so, um, Yeah. Now, um, so I'm going to be working on all that kind of stuff tonight, and I'm going to be listening to Breaking Benjamin's new album, but let's get back to their first album, which has the title Polyamorous, which is the title of this podcast, episode, audio, episode. So Polyamorous, so the way that I come up with um, these, I don't know, topics, is sometimes I have a really good idea, sometimes I look at the song titles, and then I suddenly think, oh, I can use that. Um, there are a few really good song titles that I'm going to use in the future. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's clever, the titles. Uh, this one, I, com- I come I up came up with this topic because I was um, browsing through, like, these Facebook groups and saw people having, like, I don't know. I don't want to say discussion because I think, Some people are wrong, and if you're wrong, it's not a discussion. (laughs) Discussions should be, discussions should be, um, you know, like, debatable, not wrong. I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe they think they're right. I don't know. But, all right, so. The thing is, why is it polyamorous? It's polyamorous because we are going to talk about not just responsiveness, but devices being supported on all devices. Now, let's think about what devices there are in the world. Pretty much uh, four major devices used, major OSs, I, I should say, operating systems used to connect to the internet number one in usage is Android worldwide 38% is Android what the fuck you know what but if you think about China Korea South Korea is a Samsung country China is a Huawei or why they I don't know there's a lot of Chinese Android company there's almost no iOS in China it's just all fucking just Android phones everywhere. And a lot of countries a lot of countries um, where iPhones are not I don't know um, financially accessible in a way, it's it's all Android. So Android is about 40% of the world's internet traffic. Next is Windows with 35% and then iPhones and iPads are almost non-existent in the grand scheme of things so iOS is 15.6 and then Macbooks and Macs Mac minis (laughs) and and the dozen Mac pros in the world uh, and iMacs um, are 8% and you have like those Linux nerds (laughs) my friends used to do used to have Fedora they used to use Fedora for some physics stats that they were running uh, for their experiments, and I had no idea what that was about. So, yeah, Linux is 0.7, so we don't give a shit about Linux, right? So, pretty much Android number one, then Windows number two, then iDevices number three, and um, Macs number four, last out of the four, right? OK, so if you're going to be so a lot of people say um, in, in some I don't know if your contract or your friends or the people who just talk big on those groups and forums because they talk a lot of shit like they, they act like everybody acts like they're so good. And then you go to their website and it's just all fucking broken and looks like shit and they just talk big. So I most anyone that I see talk saying anything with any level of assertion, I check out their website. And if it's shit, I just I just automatically discredit anything that comes out of their stupid fingers. By fingers I mean typing, not like palpatine level electricity coming out. <laughs> How'd you like that latest Star Wars movie? Oh shit. That just went to shit real quick. When I was watching it, when I was sitting in the theater and watching it, I enjoyed it. Because, come on, lasers, blasters, you know, people running around, stormtroopers, lightsabers, fighting, you know, Star Wars. But once I left the theater, I was like, what the fuck was that? Anyways, that's fine. I like Bad Boys 3 way more. But it was fun. Bad Boys was fun. All right. So back on track. <laughs> I thought this would be a short episode, but I just start talking way too much shit and it just becomes longer and longer. Uh, so where was I? All right. If if so, a lot of people talk big, but, you know, it's not necessarily always it backed up. But I see a lot of people, when they ask, like, what do you do for cross-brow- cross-browser performance and all that? Uh, people, that I think they should, in their contracts, uh, elaborate. Like, so I've seen people, whenever people ask, like, what about Internet Explorer 11? And then everybody's like, "Ah, oh, fuck you, Internet Explorer 11 sucks, and, like, it's not even a browser, and just talking shit, just talking a bunch of badass shit when they can't even back that up, and they don't even know, they've never even fucking supported Internet 11 ever, even during a time when they should've. They don't know what Internet Explorer supports and what doesn't, what it doesn't. Like if you knew exactly what you were talking about, yeah, but you don't, so fuck off. There's so many people who are so stupid with their stupid assertions, it just frustrates me. And anyways, so besides them fucking off in their contracts, some of, some people I've seen some people say, oh, I'm, I don't, I took out Internet Explorer in my brow in my contract or whatever, whatever. I think that's fine if that's in the contract, of course. Depending on the client, you should have thought of that. Sort of thought of that when you were writing up the uh, proposal or whatever. But um, let's just forget Internet Explorer for now. Uh, that's not the point all right and even if you have if you as long as you have a windows you can run in explorer so you can you can check so when people ask like how does cross browser cross device performance work how do you what do you do how do you check it and people i've seen people say stuff like blisk which is which it's it's a browser it's a chromium browser um, that emulates other uh, browsers but it doesn't do it properly I've used Blisk I didn't like it it didn't show it accurately so no I'm not using that I'm not paying for that when it can't even do its job you know like yeah I mean like you you think like oh let's change it to Firefox mode no it doesn't yeah (sighs) no and like, let's try safari mode. Like, yeah, it looks fine and all that, but actually no, it doesn't. There are quirks. There are some quirks that make absolutely no sense. And you might not have thought of that in any way when you're coding or when you're using a page builder and relying on the page builder. There are things that just don't work or just don't, you don't, you don't know why it's not working like it's so confusing for some of them for some browsers and some devices so um, let's get into <laughs> because this is titled polyamorous let's get into uh, devices All right, now installing as many browsers as you can on your computer should be something that is a given like why would you not do that you know like on my computer I I have a Mac mini uh, same same fucking thing but on my computer uh, I install I have uh, Safari Firefox uh, Firefox nightly <laughs> what the fuck is nightly well it's a developer version uh, and uh, brave which is which I use instead of Chrome it's the same thing pretty much so I just use that and uh, Edge, which is also Chromium. I just have Edge because I just think, you know, it's new. So I just have it. There's no other reason besides I've started, up, started it up. Uh, I've run Edge a dozen of times, dozens of times, just to make, just to check websites. But yeah. So Edge. And um, I don't use Opera because it's under a percent. So sorry. I've had Opera for a while, but I don't use it anymore, so I just got rid of it. But yeah, um, three major ones, Chrome, Safari, and Firefox, and Edge. There you go. I have them all all on my desktop, and I check websites all on those apps. On my phone, I have an iPhone, as you could have guessed. I have everything. I have Brave, Safari, Ice. I also have Chrome on this thing, Um, and, of course, Firefox, and I think I have... What else did I have? I had some other weird shit. I have Edge. Did you know that there's Edge on the iPad? (laughs) Yeah, so Firefox, Edge, Chrome, Safari, and um, Firefox Focus, and um, Edge. I said Edge. Firefox, Edge. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So yeah, those. Um, we used to, I used to try try stuff out in Dolphin and all, all kinds of browsers, but I, I don't do that anymore. But yeah, you gotta actually check them, right? So um, do I have an Android phone? Yes, I do. I am not proud of it <laughs> But I do. I don't have the latest one, but I figured as long as as long as that Few years old Android phone can display the website fine on its Chrome. Then I think the more the more recent ones will be better. Will be fine. I mean, I'll be fine, right? I also have an Android tablet, and I have an I have some three different. Not not they're not all mine. Like I have a I have the first generation Mini because my daughter now has. Uh, my old iPad Air 2 so she has the Air 2. I took her mini. I don't use it that much, but I have it and um, I also I have an iPad I haven't I have a pro 12.9 the, the older one, but I use that a lot, but That I, I have those and do I have a Windows computer? No, I don't all right so what do I what am I going to do about Windows computer and? Internet Explorer and the old version of Edge before it went Chromium and all that shit, right? So what am I gonna do with that? Do I go somewhere like the library and then check? No, what I do is I have VirtualBox. Now, VirtualBox means that you can actually download Windows OS, uh, Windows 7 and 10 or 9 or 10. I don't know, what, 7, 8, 9, so 9, Windows, I don't know, 7, I think there's Windows 7, and then 8, was there an 8, and a 10, I don't fucking know, I remember 7 and 10, that's all I remember, so, I remember using XP, I used 95 when I was in the army, and then when I finished my service, XP had just come out, so I used that for a short time, and, and it was stable, until, I bought a Mac, and then I was like, "Fuck this shit!" And I just didn't use Windows after that ever. So I didn't. I've never used Vista. I think Vista is like the one with all the glass panels and every nothing works, right? Yeah. So I yeah you know, I I've seen people use that, and I've clicked on some stuff, but I haven't actually actually sat down and used it. So no Vista, but uh, I don't know what happened after Vista Seven. I think I don't, I, I don't know, but I've downloaded Windows 7, I think, once, or 10. I don't know. I don't know what I have. I'm pretty sure it's a 7, though, because it has Internet Explorer 11 in it. So anyways, I download whatever fucking Windows thing, and um, I install that on my Mac. So with Mac, you can, because Macs have gone Intel for a long time, uh, what, they, what you can do is you can actually um, boot up Windows on a Mac, which is fine, uh, and it runs. So what you can do is you can use Boot Camp, but I don't like using Boot Camp because I don't want to use Windows. So what I do is <laughs> I don't like Windows. Um, there are there are a lot of people out there who are like hardcore Mac haters. I wouldn't say Windows fans. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe you are a Windows fan because you play a lot of games. I mean, I'm not I don't judge that, but I don't have any opinion on that. Like, fine, right? But there are people who hate who use Windows because they seem they be hating Macs is like their identity thing. I don't know. Like whenever I tell them like you know, because I don't even say, Oh, I'm a Mac, you know, I just talk it and I'm like, uh, they, they show me screenshots. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to do with that, you know? <laughs> like so, so they're like, oh, I could never use a Mac because overpriced piece of shit. Like, yeah, fuck off, man. It, <laughs> you know? Like, there are people who make hating Macs their whole identity. Like, what the fuck is up with that? Not only do Macs run Windows, um, it is actually not badly priced at all so I don't want to get into a fight about Macs and Windows because I don't give a shit what you say about that because it's not gonna sway me I I, I used Macs for long enough I'm gonna use Macs for at least I don't know there yeah so yeah I just it's just so fucking stupid the way that they're like they hate Macs like oh I gotta be able to build my computers like who fucking cares like, do you think people who use Macs not are not able to build computers? There's nothing. There's nothing to building computers. It just takes a few hours and you're done. Like an hour if you've done it a lot. It's just buying a motherboard, buying a case, screwing shit in, and then plug it. It's even easier now. Plugging in some RAM, plugging in a graphics card, plugging in the processor and the sink, uh, heat heatsink and plug in your monitors and you're fucking done. Oh, power source. And then power the uh, motherboard and you're done. Fucking done. Like what? How? That's, oh yeah, hard drive. You need a fucking hard drive. <laughs> Sorry. You need a hard drive. You're going to need a hard drive. But that's not impressive at all. I don't give a shit. And your cases look like shit. So fuck the fuck off with that stupid unby unbased pretentiousness. What the fuck? I've had people just trash me and I'm like whatever. Fuck whatever loser. I don't care. I just don't care. But if you really do get down, if you really have to argue about that, if you put computers together spec by spec, if you go to like Samsung or LG or Acer or Lenovo or whatever the fuck else they have, if you put in side by side spec by spec at Best at best it's maybe a hundred or two hundred dollars more expensive the max. But if you consider the alum- aluminum body and the resale price, it's just it's actually cheaper in the long run. So fuck off with your shit of hating Max. Alright, so now that we got that shit out of the way, and if you're a listener and if you've hated Max and that was your whole identity, and you keep telling everybody who uses Mac that you hate Max, stop that. Nobody listens to that. Nobody likes you. (laughs) I I might have lost like half of my listening, (laughs) like thirty-four percent, thirty-five percent of my uh, listeners. But I don't know. Nobody likes people who crap on other people's actually not too misled judgment and choices. You know, like I don't think Mac users crap on Windows that much, do they? Like, I mean, I don't. I don't use Windows. I don't care. But if I had to, I I, I do get annoyed. But I don't go around saying like, oh, I hate... Whenever I see someone with a Windows computer, I just go up and say, oh, I don't like your piece of crap. Like, people just... Yeah. Anyways. Um, I don't care. I don't care. So it really doesn't matter for me. Uh, but if you just hate on Macs or hate iPhones or whatever for everything, then fuck off. Whatever. Uh, anyways. Um... Max can run, so that's why I don't use Bootcamp. I use, what is it, um, VirtualBox. And VirtualBox, as crappy as it is, can run Windows fine. And all you need is just like, give it a gigabyte of hard space and you can just run it just fine. And if you're if you're checking browsers, that's pretty good. There is an Internet Explorer emulator And that emulator is the best emulator I've seen. It's not even... It's way, way better than fucking Blix. Or Plex, or... It's Blix. Blisk, I think. Yeah. Um, The blue and black hexagon logo guy. Plex. Blisk. I I don't even use it anymore. But... There's a... internet explorer eleven emulator that i've seen that is really good and the reason why it's really good is because it actually runs windows computers and you are running a virtual windows computer and you're seeing the uh... The, what is it, the screen of a windows computer so that's why it is it's it's very accurate and the reason why i keep saying whether something is accurate or not, is because Plex or Blisk or, this is annoying me, I'm gonna look it up. Nope, what did I do? Yep, all right. Nope. come on, what? Why did that not work, the keyboard? All right, is it Plesk? Is it Plesk? No, it's not Plesk, it's Blisk. Yes, Blisk.io. There you go, Blisk. Yeah, it's not. It's not Plex. Plex. Plex, is, uh, hosting service. Yeah. All right, Blisk. So, I've used Blisk, and and it, it's not accurate. I keep saying that, but it's not because, there are, like fucking, there are things that just make no sense. You don't know why it's not working, and it's just yeah. Now, uh, let's see. Um, I've like for example, for example. If I run um, whatever, let's see, uh, Plesk, because this, this happened, if I run Blisk and I checked for, I'm not sure if it was Firefox or Internet Explorer, but I checked for that and it looked fine, so I gave it a green light and it you know, sort of went to client. Client showed me screenshots of her computer and she was using Internet Explorer 11. And it looked nothing like it, because uh, on a Windows computer, on Windows uh, Internet Explorer 11, some things just don't work. If you leave out one line of CSS, some things just break. And there's no way you can catch that. Like, really small quirks and anomalies, you can't catch that. You've got to use the device. So... I, that's why I have VirtualBox on my computer. I hate it. It takes up a few gigabytes, but it's there just to stay safe and just so I don't have to buy a Windows computer, an extra computer, because I have enough of those already. <laughs> yeah. All right, so Android, I can check. Windows, I can check. And iOS, I can check. And OSX, I can check which means I can check all four systems, which also means I can check all the browsers on those systems, okay? Also, uh, Chrome and Firefox on the Mac, Chrome and Firefox on Windows sometimes show different things because the way that Windows renders fonts, it's different, it looks different. So if you use, for example, uh, bold, or semi-bold, if you use semi-bold, then it looks black on uh, Windows sometimes. So what you're going to have to do is you're going to drop it down to just bold or drop it down to even medium. So it will look okay on Macs and then it won't look just clunky on com- Windows computers. That happens. The way that fonts render can be different as well on OSs, different OSs. So, it's just you can. There's yeah. So people, are, I don't know. Some 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 dickheads are just so proud of how they can build their own computers. It's just I I don't know why. Like you're not soldering anything, dude. Like what the fuck? And even if you do solder, who cares? The time that you're wasting to do that benefits nothing. All right. So they're so proud of that. And then. They're the ones who are like, "Can somebody check on Safari for me? My client has Safari. Like, fucking dumbass shit request. Like, why? Why? Just yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I I think it's just really stupid. Either have a MacBook, either have a MacBook so you can at least check, or just use a MacBook. You know, like what the fuck. And that's why if you're gonna if you're gonna go with one type of computer that's why I suggest using Apple computers because you can run both OS's and of course if you if you're gonna use a phone uh, Android phones would be a better choice but I just don't like using Android uh, besides hating Google I do hate Google but besides that I don't like using Android it's just I've never yeah so I have, I have an iPhone and I have an old Android that just serves the purpose of turning on, checking a website, clicking around, checking uh, uh, parts where I wasn't sure it would look okay, and just seeing if it all worked, and I'm done. Just turn it up, turn it back off again. That's fine. Yeah. It serves its purpose well. So I don't necessarily love those other systems, so I'm not 100% on the polyamorous part. But there, but it is a poly-tolerance part <laughs> of the whole thing. You do need to be tolerant of browsers and you know other systems. Some people say they're ambidextrous or amphibious or whatever <laughs> amphibious or ambidextrous or whatever it is. Um, you know both both sides. They can use both both hands or whatever. Um, but yeah, that's great. Good for good for you. Uh, I, yeah, I'm just, yeah, as long as I can check, I'm fine. Alright, so like I said, uh, I wanted this to be short. I ended up talking a little bit too much about hardware and shit, and I might sound like a fanboy. I try hard not to, and I just, I don't gush over stuff as much as I used to. I just see something I, I need, I like, or would serve its purpose properly, then I just use that. I don't gloat, I don't brag, I don't care. All right, when you're you're like past a certain age, like mid-30s, you just don't have to care. Like, it's not part of your identity. Come on, it's not important, it's not important. If it works, it works, otherwise it's not important. You know, like, yeah. Those things, it matters when you're a kid, um, or, if you're a fucking loser, it might matter, because you have to constantly try to prove yourself if you're a loser, then, yeah. But otherwise, there's it's not anything that's, yeah, as important as they think. Alright, so, I'm um, sorry if I pissed anyone off, I might have, but whatever, but yeah, whatever, okay, sure. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, so let's um it was a very simple thing i just wanted to talk about this yeah and i was looking through the list and i was like what do i talk about today that's not how i think that's not the voice that i think it but i just wanted to yeah so i was like what what do i talk about today and i saw polyamorous and i thought okay i'll do that now in the in the post oh because i want to get back to my other stuff but i just talk like i said i talk too much So I want to get back to my other stuff. There's a lot of stuff that I need to get to. And yeah. All right. So yeah, the Breaking Benjamin video, um, I will add the, what is it? The audio version with just the album cover on it. But if you want to check out the whole video, it's a 2002 year. It's a a 2002 video. It's it's a very old video and it looks very 2002-y. So it's not cool. But, if you want to check it out, and because you think it's polyamorous, it might have a lot of um, hot and heavy scenes, but nothing. Just a, just holding hands, and kissing, and learning that there is an extra hidden camera. Voyeurism, including, in into the uh, polyamorous thing. So, there you go. It's not exciting at all. So... But it's just it's got like electricity and shit. <laughs> it's just weird. But yeah. Anyways, Breaking Benjamin is pretty cool. Check it out. All right, let's go. Let's go to other stuff. All right, because um talked a whole bunch about computers and hardware. So let's get into other stuff. I have a lot of other stuff. All right. This time I have a lot of stuff. So let's talk about articles in this one. Okay, we are back into articles, and this one we're gonna start with uh, uxdesign.cc, which is um, uh, UX Collective, User Interface Collective. It's really cool. Uh, what they have here is, it, it came out like last month, uh, this, this post, 10 trends shaping popular dribble shots right now. Now, a submission or uh, a post, and dribble is called a shot. It's dribble spelled with three B's. So as you can tell, it is an early to mid 2000 uh, startup, and now it's you know the, the portfolio website. You know you know dribble right? So it's called a shot. You know so uh, this is about the ten trends with popular dribble shots right now. One of them is neomorphism. Neomorphism, and neomorphism is like steomorphism. But not with the uh, textures, just uh, like stark. It, it looks really cool. I, I, I sort of like it, but like the really stark uh, um, white shadow block, ceramic block type look. Yeah. So that's um, Newmorphism. Deconstructed interface. Now, uh, deconstructed interface means stuff like uh, where you have uh, buttons and they're like in 3D space and you can see that there are layers. So it's just showing you layers and stuff. Um, Multiple page on the preview. So, yeah, that makes exact sense. Mobile view, why not? Animations, because animations are getting easier to make on the computer. Uh, integrated illustrations, so illustrations look really nice, especially in the slightly more modern uh, look. In recent years, illustrations and a lot of even the quirky ones have been getting a lot of attention, and people, a lot of people, are doing that kind of stuff. So uh, illustrations look great, and that that's one of the things that they're doing on Dribble making dashboards because user interface is very important for dashboards it shows dashboards dashboards can show a lot of uh infographics and user interface stuff like buttons and stuff so it's really good and it shows a lot of good design sensibility so dashboards are really great uh, there's a lot of useful resources and uh, what else is there? Trends, statistics, oh yeah, that's, that's a conclusion. So out of this, let's see what they have. Out of the 100 most popular dribble shots, these 10 are the things. Uh, Newmorphism is pretty popular. Partnership, partnering with the studio is very popular. Animation and multiple pages in the preview, also popular, mobile view, and a few dashboards yeah so uh, it's good to know so you can tell sort of tell where the trends are going so I guess that helps Uh, the links in the post so just go check it out also any any dribble not any most dribble shots look really nice so I think that's cool alright let's go to something that just made me laugh out loud. I just I just love this one. So what this is is this website is called how low can your low go. (laughs) So you can tell this is gonna be fun right how low no spaces how low can your logo dot com and what this website is is it gives us a really stupid generic shitty brief and people are trying to make the worst logo ever and this website is a brutalist website it looks like shit and it's just so stupid and, and the whole idea is people trying to submit the worst logo ever And People will vote on it and see whoever wins will, you know, win the worst logo ever contest or something like that. So it's just, it's hilarious. So check it out. It's, it's just funny. I just thought that was funny. All right. Next, let's go to usefathom.com. Now, usefathom.com, as you can see from the URL, is a company called Fathom. Yep. All right. Now. Why did I bring this up? Because you know that I do not like privacy issues. Tracking, like extensive tracking, I do not like it. Although I do use Google Analytics uh, because Google, it's Google. It, its It's invasive enough that we do get a lot of analytics from it which helps us target people better. All right, now, uh, for example, like my wife's website, it started, it's it's up and running, it's selling, so it's great. People are signing up and people are visiting and we are getting the analytics and it is it's fun. It's fun to see the analytics on it and there are a lot of really interesting results that we have now taken, summarized and leveraged into our next campaigns so yeah it's really important but I personally do not like being tracked It's there's nothing to it it's just like oh, come on man fuck off that kind of thing alright <laughs> so, right, so which is also why I use iPhones only and not Android uh, so this is uh, Fathom. Fathom is a different kind of analytics now they do analytics and They I suppose do not track people as badly as, you know, Google or Facebook does. You do have to pay, so that's why I'm not paying. I'm not gonna use Fathom because I don't have to at the moment. So, yeah. But they they have a they have some advantages in how they're analytics work which is I guess good and I'm I hope I hope that they uh, provide enough catered content to at least you know make their own uh, carve their own niche out of the, the analytics world and you know even though Google might not consider them serious competition at least if they get enough clients customers on on Fathom you know I I wish them the best but the reason why uh, I, I came to this article is because of the title. Uh, Dear Internet, we must ban targeted advertising immediately. Whoa. Now, besides the whole shit storm that happened from the Cambridge Analytica Facebook stuff, all right, besides all of that, a lot of people... Do notice that if you talk about something, sooner or later, even just talk, right? Because the Facebook app is listening on your phone, sooner or later, you get those ads targeted, right? If you look around some websites, you get targeted because Facebook pixels are tracking you, all right? Now, that's in some ways okay. A lot of people who are for it say that they get uh, good ads, things that they are interested in. And some people, like me, think that although you do get those ads and you do get to stay on top of stuff, it feels invasive. And that irks me. And the problem is, if you start allowing that more and more, where is the... The threshold where 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 is the line how far are they allowed to go right and if a company is leveraging that for ads how far are they willing to go are they going to sell that or is it going to be easily accessible to whoever is using their services there's a lot of shit that can happen and this um, this article talks about that I mean in the end this To be pessimistic, this article is just explaining that they are not as bad as Google and Facebook, pretty much. But they do have, you know, they do talk about it enough that I think it's worth a read. So that's why I'm including it here. And it's a never-ending subject, technically. I mean, not technically, pretty much, isn't it? Like, even Minority Report, uh, the future... Because it shows the future, right? Uh, they have very targeted ads. Like you look around, and then they read your retinas, and they're like, "Hey, I know you. You should get this ad." And then the next person walks by, and they're like, "Oh, hey, I know you. You should l- watch this ad." And just just changes in real time, depending on who's walking by. You know, like that kind of stuff is scary. It looks scary, <laughs> you know. So. I mean true like if you do want to hear stuff I want to hear stuff about Affinity you know Affinity the company that makes those apps that I love like if they have a new app that they came out with yeah I'd like to hear about that but it works well it works fine if it's just a update on the app you know so I don't need to or I can just go check sometimes you know I don't know it's it's a, it's a very long debate. This is a debate. This one would be a debate, not being wrong. Anyways, yeah. So that's that's another one that I wanted to bring up. And a new article. Now, this one is actually something that really does uh, concern us. Google Drive. Now, Google has changed the way shared folders work. Uh, and I do not like that. Okay, so what they do is they have changed it so uh, you cannot take a shared folder and then add it to your drive. What? Yeah, what you can do is all you can do is take that shared folder and grab a shortcut called an alias on max on the desktop but here it's also called a shortcut add a shortcut to your google drive so all you get is one icon that will send you to that folder um i think that is annoying i think that is annoying as hell <laughs> because i was so confused and that that's actually that's what they have that they have that here and it's I'm like what so this article talks about that and it's the problem is that it's on your desktop it's not a folder so it doesn't sync does that make sense because normally if you have if you sync Google Drive to your computer um, wait why is my Google Drive not synced it should be synced what dude oh did I turn this off what the hell what alright I'm gonna have to sync this okay so maybe I turned it off because Google Drive was annoying me every time I put in a USB stick so what what happens is all you get is a link you know how like um, Google Docs on your desktop are not actually documents it's just a link to the document file on your Google Drive through the browser. That, that's what happens with folders now, shared folders. Before, you could have a shared folder on your desktop like Dropbox, but now you can't. So that's an important thing that just happened with Google Drive. So check out the link that I have for uh, from androidpolice.com. And um, yeah, get frustrated on your own. All right, let's go to uh, resources now. We're back in resources and the first one that we have, first one that I have, I guess we have, is from nineelements.com, nine is spelled with a number, and it is called the BEM Cheat Sheet. So what this is, is BEM, if you're not familiar with BEM from CSS, it is a method of naming classes. And the way that you name those classes is if you do this, then that means if you follow good BEM, BEM uh, structure, I guess, convention, naming convention, uh, if you follow BEM, then uh, you, you can sort of work as a team and even looking at the class or just the HTML, you know sort of what's going to happen. So it's it's a very nice way of uh, of putting things together as a full structure, you know, as opposed to like saying my custom class, my custom class two, another custom class, yet another custom class, another custom class two. You know, those are confusing. You don't know what which is which. But if you follow BEM, that'll work. Now, if you don't know BEM, this is what BEM is. BEM is Block Element Modifier. For example. Uh, you can have a block, like a breadcrumb, and you can have uh, an element, breadcrumb uh, list, breadcrumb item, and breadcrumb link. And then the modifier will say breadcrumb list left, breadcrumb list light colored, or red, you know, that kind of stuff. So that's, that's how you can use BM in a way so i'm sure you might have you might have seen this actually um if you use for example divi divi follows this sort of not fully but sort of like if you have etpb text you can underneath the text you can have you have etpb module for example you know that kind of stuff it's an element um that's not exactly tech, No, sorry not module etpb text etpb text inner right that makes more sense All right. The, the first ETPB is just differentiating all the other classes from the Divi classes, for example. Uh, you've, you might have seen stuff like um, card, card aside, card figure, card header, card title, card subtitle, card title white, card subtitle gray, card body white, card copy gray, for example. That kind of stuff, you know? So that's BEM. So this is a good cheat sheet that, sorry, that's chair. This is a good cheat sheet that you can sort of use to structure your own stuff so I think that's cool so that's why I put it in here next how to buy a domain name that is taken nine pro tips now all right besides nine pro tips a few things that are really important um, tip one avoid using a different extension like trying to use a .net or org uh, org serves its own purpose .net sort of died because almost no one is using .net. And if you have someone with a .com and if you're trying to use the same one with a .net, it might not always be a good idea because sometimes it could be trademarked, the .com. So think about that. Uh, Next, check if the domain name isn't a registered trademark. Don't get too emotionally attached. It's not going to kill your business if you don't have that particular domain name alright and it's not the end of all things with that domain name if you don't have that domain name you might just have to get something else if your website is not going to succeed just because you have that domain name so yeah don't get too emotionally attached Uh, I'll skip a few things and we can go to something in tip 7 make sure you know if you want to purchase it from someone all right if you want to purchase it from someone uh, tip six know exactly what you're buying are you buying just the domain name are you buying the website are you buying the content there's a lot of stuff that you can are you buying all the intellectual property of that website so know exactly what you're buying that it's important to probably talk to a lawyer and tip number seven make sure you're buying from the domains owner You have to talk to the owner because some people, uh, brokers, it might not, you might get scammed also use escrow, escrow.com, escrow, dot E S C R O W to transfer the money. They can take care of it. They are like the, uh, mediators, arbitrators between, uh, the purchases. So if you go through them, you won't get scammed. All right. So yeah, if you want to buy some from someone, all right, so yeah. Um also try back ordering a domain if you need to. Like if someone is using a domain, not using a domain, if there's and if they let it go, that back order can come to you and then you can sort of uh, purchase it once it's available. So GoDaddy does that, but fuck GoDaddy. But anyways, GoDaddy does that. So yeah. Alright. Uh oh and also like you can use a domain name generator. Or you can use um, you can use just one word to extra and use that like you know putting go in front of whatever. Yeah, there's a lot of ways that you can get the domain name a domain name that is use useful. So yeah, I just suggest that than buying something expensive from someone else. All right, let's go to another resource. I'm I think I'm talking way too much now. Oh man, I just end up talking a lot. <laughs> it's just Alright, so this is speckyboy.com and speckyboy, there are in this link, in this on this page, there are 10 free resources to super supercharge WordPress theme development. Uh, if you are not a theme developer, this might not be the best article for you, but if you are, or if you're interested, then this really is pretty cool. They have It has a lot of um, really cool resources about theme development. But the most interesting thing that I found here is a thing called Hasty. And there's a, so the website, the Hasty website is wp-hasty.com. So apparently someone had hasty.com. So what they did was they put WP hyphen in front and they have their business now. Look at that. There you go yeah so hasty is really cool what it does is they have a set they have a list of things and they call it a generator they they have a list of things that they offer for free there's a pro version but they have a list of things that can do a very specific and quite often used function on WordPress and if you put in whatever you need, it will generate the PHP code for you that you can copy paste into your functions and it'll just work. So it's really cool. It's really cool. For example, if they have like cron job event generator, uh, custom post type generator, menu generator, post status, register and queue scripts, register and queue styles and CSS, uh, short code generator, sidebar generator, taxonomy generator, Uh, widget generator that kind of stuff that is so cool query loop generator for example I'll go to short code generator for example click on that and it asked me there's a big panel what do you want for your short short code tag name and I put something in I'll put in huh right and does it has does it have attributes and I'll put in some attributes is it self-closing or is it end-closing? And I just do put in a name, I put in a default value, and if I'm done with all the stuff that I inputted, on the right side it has the whole PHP thing that I can put in, PHP snippet, that I can put into functions PHP, and it'll just do whatever I need. So you don't actually need to think too hard or try to customize whatever you're doing and just get frustrated if your code has problems in it or not, you can just copy and paste from here and it just does what you need. Look at that, that's really cool. I think that is really cool. So check it out. If you are interested in making themes or customizing themes or adding extra functions to a theme, then this is definitely worth checking out. All right, okay. Um, I've talked a lot more than I planned on, but that happens all the time. So I guess you're used to it. Okay. I'm going to go back to recording some courses, lectures, lessons, and um, to do some work on my website. Okay. All right. I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye.